That is so gross. How <laughs> did you throw up after that? Or I guess you didn't swallow it, right? I didn't swallow it, but I went to throw it away and I missed a trash can and the entire <laughs> carton of milk bounces back, goes all over me, goes in my mouth, goes in my eyes. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Oh my gosh. So you, <laughs> were, were, were you far from your house? Well, I keep a spare change of clothes with me at all times because I okay. fall in water all the time when I'm shooting. But no, that shot was like 10 minutes from my house. Do you have any of that on video? No, somebody else asked me that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Blip Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Josh Berg, your host. And today I have Chris Green on with me. And if you don't know Chris, he is the flood insurance guru, or maybe just the flood guru. Chris, what do you go by now? Uh, I kind of go by both. You know, some people by call both. me the flood guru. Some call me the flood insurance guru. Uh, nice. I'm well, the flood guru for the, for the hashtag. And our podcast is flood guru. So. Okay. Well, dude, welcome back to the show. So I had you on a while ago, and we were actually talking about flood, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, Chris... Um, Chris is on to talk about content because I would say now you're probably best known for flood, but you're a close second known for content because you are pushing it out, man. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to have you on again. So um, why don't we just get started? So you're, you are building content for, um, to basically kind of drive awareness or um, get people to know who you are for flood, right? Right. Okay. And you, I mean, one of the crazy things you're doing right now is a video every day for a full year. Yep. I think today is like day 229. <laughs> okay. That's nuts, man. First of all. Okay. So we'll get into this more, but, um, so for the videos, what, um, like what sort of videos are you posting? Are long videos, short videos? What do they look like? All my, all my videos are usually two minutes or less. Okay, so short videos. Uh, they're short. They give a fact for that day or something that's currently going on. And what I do is if I get a call from a realtor, another insurance agent, a lender, maybe a building owner, when they call me, we take those questions and we write them down. And every week we go through those questions and we make videos out of them. And they were like, okay. you know what? That's great for the video. But this will be good for a blog or this will be good for a podcast. And so yes. that's how we get all of our content. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So, well, I'll get I'll get to that later. But where so you're creating a video a day, two minutes or less around that time. Yeah. Where are you posting it? I post it on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page, the Flood Insurance Guru. I also put it on our LinkedIn account, and then I'll put some uh, put as many of them as I can on our website. I just try to be careful with it because I embed them, and I don't want to slow down our website too much. Okay. So hold on. What you just said, embedding it slows down your website. Well, if you put like a hundred, if you embed a hundred videos on your website compared to just put in the link on there, it can oh, slow yeah. down your traffic. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. So what number did you say you were on right now? I think today is 229. 229. Man. And okay. So am I accurate in saying that if, if I think I know this right, that you actually go on like scene, like you go to a place almost every day and shoot that video? Yeah, I'll shoot in a different place. For example, I was in Oklahoma uh, about six weeks ago. And so okay. I shot a bunch of content for Tulsa, Oklahoma. Then I was in Kansas City the same week. I, wrote, I shot content in Kansas City. 
I was in Omaha the same week, shot content there. Then I drove up to Des Moines and shot content there. And I use all that content too. When they're having changes in those areas, I already have those videos made. But then oh, what yeah. happens is people say, you know, he's in my area. He's in my hometown. I can relate more to him. I know he's not from a green screen. You know, he's traveling halfway across the country to make sure we have this information in front of us. Yeah. Well, okay. So you also, you touched about this. You started, you have a podcast too now, right? Yep. Started a podcast a couple months ago. Dude, and how often are you putting those out? Well, I've only done 15 episodes, but starting today, I committed to 85 more episodes for the year. So I'm basically doing an episode a day now for the rest of the year. Okay. And what's that called? The Flood Guru? It's called the Flood Guru. But you also have to remember, like, my podcast is not like most people's podcasts. It's not like an interview. It's not, you know, a 30 minutes. It's usually, every podcast is usually five to 10 minutes. Like today's yeah. was, that I'm getting ready, I'll publish tonight was the FHA loan pushback on private flood. So what I did is I did a podcast for it, took the podcast, I put it into a blog and I'll take today's video and I'll match it up with that. So now I've got a podcast, a video and a blog all within the same subject matter for one day. That's what I was, I was going to actually get to that and ask you, are you creating separate content for each format or are you just doing, using the same kind of piece and, and splitting it up? So no, like uh, what I, you know, until this point, my goal was, Hey, I wanted one video a day. I wanted one podcast a week, and then I wanted to do three different types of blogs for each week. I wanted to do one that related to flood map updates. I wanted to do one that made that relates to one of our videos, and then one that's completely separate. Yeah. And so and then, what I've done now is on our website, I've broken it down now. So basically, we have three separate blog sites. We have our podcast, we have our flood guru blog, and then we just have flood map updates. Okay. So the blog that is do you have any sort of video or audio component to that or is it strictly text no i usually drop all of my blogs usually have at least one video in them so do you do a separate video for the blog or is it no, it's this it's the, the flood video. you've already done okay okay yeah nice um and i use that from a google standpoint so that google can see the text form and so now google is giving us better ranking when it comes to our videos and more views because we're, they're seeing it on YouTube, they're seeing it on the website. So now they're seeing us as more relevant because of the amount of information we're providing. So what's the main point behind all the content? Like, so actually, before we get into that question, can you take us back to say, I don't know, a year ago, right? Yeah. Had you not, you really probably at that point had not put out any content. No, I had not. And then, no. you know, this year, you know, I have my PNC agency, which is Community First, which is still the LLC name I use. But then I added the DBA, the Flood Insurance Guru, but there was no education outside the coast. So I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of not just answering these questions, but people getting in situations and saying, you know what? I didn't know anything because the information wasn't out there. I was like, you know, I'm going to commit to one video a day, just putting something educational out there. It's not salesy at all, just so that we can put the awareness out there. But then what happened was all these videos started coming along. Hey, why don't you do a blog? Or you know what? Google is not giving us as good of a ranking because we're not providing text. So let's start providing a text. And then we're like, you know, I love to um, read it. I just don't have time. All right. So then that's where it came to podcast. Or then I was like, hey, where can I go to get questions answered? So then I started a nationwide flood education group that I answer flood questions on every day on Facebook and LinkedIn. And so it just how, kept getting deeper and deeper. How, how much time do you spend every day on creating content? I spend most of my day on creating content. Really? 
Yes. Wow. Because I feel that um, that's where my need is the most is that I can provide that content because of my educational background. I am, and that's what people are seeking the most. You know, having someone put data in for me is really what I need um, because they can't create that content like I can. I sure I could have them write a blog, but they can't do it with the right, with the right expertise. That, I was going to ask you that. So if you have staff, um, were, are you going to hand some of that stuff off at some point um, so they can write a blog? So you don't, you're not responsible for 100% of it or get on video or, you know, do the podcast or something. No, you I'll do all that. No, that will always be me because that's my passion is the education part. And yeah. I just want them to take, just like I don't want a producer, I just want our CSR and our VA to take care of all the small stuff. And then let me handle the content. Let me handle these big flood cases where people are, you know, are not sure what to do. You know, you just get the information in the system. So I have all the information in front of me so that when I'm reviewing everything, I have everything I need in front of me. And I don't have to go chase anything down. Yeah, man, dude, that is so, I mean, who, who is uh, editing and putting together um, all of, all of the content? Like I'm sure there's probably like, you cut it all and, and fix it and whatever. That's probably I why I take it. I do an iMovie though. My videos every day take me less than five minutes to make and edit. Oh, wow. Because they're only two minutes. You know, we're not talking about 30 minute video. Yeah, true. True. Like so, I did one last week of uh, drinking spoiled milk. Dude, okay, first of all, let's talk about this one. I saw that video and I knew from other posts you had done that you truly were drinking spoiled milk. But in the video, I, I wasn't like 100% <laughs> spoiled milk and then you took a drink and then you spit it out. And I'm, and I'm like, that could have been not spoiled milk, you know, but it was spoiled milk. Yeah. Dude, that is so gross. How <laughs> did you throw up after that? Or I guess you didn't swallow it, right? I didn't swallow it, but I went to throw it away and I missed a trash can. And the entire carton of milk bounces back, goes all over me, goes in my mouth, goes in my eyes. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Oh my gosh. So you, <laughs> were, were, were you far from your house? Well, I keep a spare change of clothes with me at all times because I okay. fall in water all the time when I'm shooting. But no, that shot was like 10 minutes from my house. Do you have any of that on video? No, somebody else asked me that. <laughs> I said, at least taking a selfie and you could have seen milk all over me. Oh man. Oh, all right. Well, way to commit to that one, dude. Wow. Um, so with all the content you're putting out, do you feel, is it, is it tailored more to people who would refer you flood clients or is it tailored more to the individual themselves or just the content out there? Anybody really, it'd be good for anybody. Kind of the content out there is good for everybody. Someone who's seeking the answer to that question. You know, yeah, it started out where we did a lot with insurance agents, but now we're answering all these flood questions. But we're also doing a video uh, on every single flood map update across the entire country uh, for property owners. You know, last week I committed to like, uh, I think five videos and four different blogs for Galveston, Texas, because we had 100,000 property owners that were being moved into a high-risk flood zone. Well, the problem is nobody was really putting content out there. Nobody knew what to do. And so what happened is when the flood map changes, all of our content is already there. And it has been for four or five months because we got our copy of the map six months in advance. So when you talk about flood insurance, right? And, and my thought behind this, because I'm not, I know Arizona is like one of the biggest, you know, flood areas or whatever. But 
in reality, we don't deal with flood insurance that much. And yeah. our other office in Washington, and like there's almost no flood zones up there. So um, when I think of flood insurance, I think uh, very rare do we ever deal with it. You know, people aren't interested in it, um, that sort of thing. But right now, it's hitting me that there are these areas like in Texas where the flood maps change and people are probably seeing like crazy rate increases and they're getting probably notices with their um, annual renewals that, hey, your rate's going up, you know, thousands because we're changing your rate. And the same thing I would do is they would do is probably go straight to Google and try to figure out what's going on. So that totally makes sense because up to this point, I've been like, yeah, Chris puts out a lot of content on this super boring subject of flood insurance. It's the same thing I think about, like if I put out content on, you know, a liability claim or something like, it's just like boring to most people, but it's truly not, it's truly needed. So that's, I mean, yeah. I don't know why it took me so long to actually think that there's people that actually that's what, I try to have fun with it. Like one, I dressed up as a grandfather. Uh, one, I shot a video on a mattress that Facebook shut me down for because the title yeah. of the video was how, how firm are you? I remember that. Talking about pre-firm and post-firm. So I try to have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, do yeah. this different stuff. Dude, where, okay. So you said that you get your content from um, just questions people ask. Yeah. Right? Like, for example, last week, I got eight questions from eight different insurance agents that said, hey, these banks won't accept FHA, uh, private flood FHA. You know, what do I do? What do I do? So today I did a blog on it, a podcast, and I'll shoot a video this afternoon on it called the FHA pushback on private flood. You know, what can I do? And so, um, with all that content you're putting out, have you seen, um, any growth or new business or anything come as a result of it? Cause that's a ton of time you're spending. We have, a, I have about five leads that come on my desk every day that come strictly from our content across the country. Really? That is it'll automatically come in and, and our average customer is 1500 miles away. Like last week, one came in from Texas. One came in from Louisiana over the weekend. Another one came in from Ohio and this morning, Minnesota. And are these primarily individuals who see your content? Yep. They're individuals and they, they read the blog or they see the video and either they call us. Last week I sold a policy off YouTube in South Carolina for a guy that filmed one of our videos. Yeah, dude. So my, my whole with, goal is it though, is that, you know what, I can run a specialized flood insurance company with almost no overhead because I'm generating my own leads and I'm not even paying that much. I'm not really paying much for it at all, Yeah. but I'm always going to have that exclusive audience because of the value that I'm providing through the content that I'm not going to have to depend on, Hey, state farm changes their guidelines and we can't send you business anymore. Yeah. You know? do, do you worry about like running out of content? I mean, that's something that oh, I, I worry you, about that every day. Yeah. Do you have like a, do you have like a list of items you haven't covered yet that you can just pull from, or are you just like every day getting something new? No, every, like I go to LinkedIn, I search flood insurance. I see what the current issues are going on with FEMA and all these different groups. And I go through there and I search there and I pull off my content out. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this is a really intriguing. Um, I thought it would have run out of content after 10 days. Yeah. Well, I mean, for sure. I thought the same thing <laughs> when I started, <laughs> but it's like, it, it's intriguing to me because I think that's one of the things that uh, keeps people from starting certain things like you're doing is because of the content issue. It's like, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's daunting. I mean, yeah. there's, there's like 365 topics. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like how yeah. in the world 
you're going to cover 365 different topics, but you know, each topic, broad topic probably has about 50 micro topics yeah. in it. Right. And so you yep. just have to, I like the way you're doing, you're doing short, like valuable snippets of something that's like currently happening. That's cool. Um, Especially if it's a realtor, somebody after two minutes, you lose their attention. Oh dude. Not even just but a now, realtor, like anybody. Now right? what we've started to do is our CSR or VAs. Now I took all those videos with HubSpot and I turned them into knowledge based snippets. And so now they can search snippets when they send an email to a customer and say, Hey, check this article out when it's really just a video, you know, okay. what flood zone am I in? And so what happens is it's sending all of our views up as well, which is may helping more people find us. And at the same time, we're providing that education value to those customers. Wow. Do you, um, do you the feel cool like thing is when you're writing a blog and you get the reference back to 20 of your other, your own other blogs inside that one blog. Does that actually help your SEO? Um, it's helping my views. I can tell you that much. Like when I go back and look at HubSpot, I can look at my blog views. And like I had 50 views like two days ago on a subject matter six months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just random. That's awesome. It's got to be because one of the things with SEO is, how, SEO is how long do people stay on your site, right? It, it tells bored. me how long they stay on my site. It tells me yeah. where they entered it, the amount of seconds. I've got one on there where they're on my site nine minutes. Wow. I mean, that's incredible for any site. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing on our site for nine minutes? <laughs> so I don't know. You got 50 hits on, on that mattress video from the same person <laughs> watching it over and over. Like the milk video had 500 views in like two days on Facebook. Oh, really? And I didn't yeah. even do it. I mean, I didn't like, you know, sponsor it or anything. Yeah. Um. um that's so, the other thing I've gotten into though. It's like thumbnails with Adobe Spark that I think has helped a lot is too. Uh, Nicholas Ayers turned me on to Adobe Spark and I love it now. Yeah. Dude, I haven't gotten into Spark. I need to check that out. I use all the other Adobe products, but. I use it for all of my thumbnails on my YouTube videos and everything now. Really? I've always just done. Two minutes. I've always done my thumbnails in Photoshop, but it takes a while. You know? Yeah. Now I use the same project and I'll just remove the photo and add the next one. Or I'll uh, change the way the words look. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Um, so what do you think is going to happen when you hit 365 days on your videos? Are you going to stop? No, my ultimate goal is 500 and 500 days. <laughs> but, you know, I get 500 and 500? Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But the other thing is going to be like, look, people are talking about us and we're not paying for it. Yeah, right. And so that's the whole thing is that, hey, we just want to start, like, I was wearing my shirt the other day in a restaurant. This guy started telling me his flood story. And I said, look, I got the shirt and the hat because it just starts the conversation. Yeah. You know, everybody sees it and then they start talking about it. So that's the whole point is just to start the conversation. And that yeah. was the whole point of the content. It's like, look, you know, we want to have the conversation, but nobody else wants to have it with us. I, I love wearing blue lion gear because it doesn't start any conversations usually actually it does start conversations people like the logo and they'll be like oh what's you know they think it's some i don't know some other brand it's not my insurance company but anyway um yeah. i love it because i don't have to think about what i'm gonna wear in the morning I'm just like grab, <laughs> grab something yeah. and let's go like i don't have to be concerned with you know these pants whatever anyway um, That's a great thing. Is I have a whole closet full of just flood guru t-shirts now. Oh yeah, man. 
It's great. So, um, so you, 500 and 500. I would, yeah, I mean, that would be most of my goal, yeah, but I'm also realistic, like, hey, let's get to 365 first and let's look at it. And then do you think that um, when you get close to 500, your, your next goal will be like 1,000? Do you think you're just going to keep going? I would like to keep going, but at the same time, I'm also going to probably cut it back at that point to maybe three or four videos a week. Yeah. That's a time. I don't want to just put content out to put content out. I want it to be valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you would have covered all. Maybe Google starts hurting you. Oh yeah. Maybe people aren't watching, aren't liking what you're putting out. Yeah. Yeah. What about, I mean, I, so one of the things with this podcast that I started doing is when I started it, um, I, I took a long time to actually start it because um, I never like in my own mind, there is no end date. Like when I started, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm committing to this for the rest of my life. You know, like I'm going to have to do an, a show a week for the rest of my life. And still I don't have like an end date in mind, you know, I'll see how long it goes. But, um, but for you, if you get to that 500 and if you like, how many podcasts are you going to do? Do you know? Well, originally I was only going to do 10. I was like, you know, I just want to do 10 basic episodes. And then if stuff comes up, just add it. Well, now with all, all the flood map updates, dude, I could literally do a podcast and every flood map update and have 200 episodes a year. And then, so, and then you have the blog as well. Yep. I mean, is it, do you feel like at some point it's going to be too much that you're going to have to shift your focus a little bit? No, because I'm doing. If I was like focused on like property insurance and all this stuff, yes. But I think yeah. with it being just flood, no. I love that because what happens is not only do the blogs generate business for flood insurance, but we do flood zone changes across the country. Now, we do consulting fees. Uh, we help people who to get premiums back from five years ago from FEMA. Then we take consulting fees out of that. So those blogs wow. are generating all that different business for us now. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, we do all. Of, like I've got a veteran right now, and I didn't charge him this time. But we just got him $1,800 back from FEMA because fee, uh, from, from his bank, Wells Fargo, because they misrated his policy 10 months ago. And so we caught it the day before um, the qual uh, qualifications would have expired. I love that. So I have um, a friend of mine who started a company that what they do is, um, you know, you get a uh, tax assessment on your home every year and yeah. in certain areas it might go up significantly when the actual value on your home did not increase that much. And his company will like, you basically pay them a flat fee. And if they can get it fixed for you, great. If not, they refund you that money. Yeah, um, exact same thing like, we do in the flow zone changes. Dude, that, that could be where all your money comes from in the future. I mean, the insurance it, is great. It won't but, be residual. The insurance will be great. But as I said, the insurance will just be a third of it. Then you've got the flood education where you know we were charging for the flood education but we're not right now because by not charging for it we can get more exposure yeah and what um for for somebody who's thinking of starting to to do something like a video or podcast or blog or whatever like that's worried about the content what would you tell them don't just do it like, like if you run out of content great guess what you put five or ten episodes out there or five or ten videos guess what that's better than zero. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, the content and the biggest thing you can do with the content is when somebody calls you and asks you a question, write it down. And yeah, that's where true. all your content's going to come from.
Carrie says that too, right? Like Carrie Gallows Reynolds, same yep. thing. I, I talked to her a lot about blogging. She's helped me a lot with blogging. Oh yeah. She's the There's another thing called a Pro Blogger podcast that I've learned a lot from as well. Okay. He did Pro a blog. 30 day challenge back in 2015 where it was um, 30 days to a better podcast. And so he takes Got you through it. this 30 day challenge and just teaches you different things. Mm-hmm. So um, was there, you know, Ryan Hanley? Yep. Do you, uh, he did what? Like he talked about when he did like a hundred videos in a hundred days. It was there. And then Mike Crowley did like what? 180 in 180 days. Did he? I thought he just did a hundred. No, did he, did he, do 101. he did 101 to beat Hanley. 101. So I was going to ask you, did this 365 day thing, was there any sort of like, I'm going to one up these guys or were you just doing No, it? it was just like, I just want to do a video day for the year. How cool would that be? End of the year. So man, he actually did a video day. Yeah. No, no one's ever done that. No, man. That's nuts. So do you like blood? I mean, come on now. <laughs> right. Right. Are you, um, are you, but what's, do you have what's cool is like LinkedIn now, all these people from FEMA reaching out to us and saying, oh, Hey, can we, help, can we help contribute to your content? Uh-huh. Do you, um, uh, do you never get sick or what? How do you like keep going? Uh, well, I keep a couple videos ahead of time, like in, in my back pocket in case okay. something happens, my computer or something like that. Oh, nice. And so I'll usually keep one or two in there just in case. Got it. If I had to use them, I've got them. Got it. That makes sense. On Mondays, I usually shoot a lot of different content for the week. Uh, shoot a lot of different podcasts. And I, and I might spend all the way until lunch on Monday shooting my content for that week. Wow. Um, so aside from the content piece, like how are there places you go to learn more about like SEO or, I mean, you mentioned that one uh, blog podcast, but like to, for people to get their most return out of the content they're putting out, is there, I mean, any advice for somebody in that area? I listen to like 140 different podcasts a week. I'm in all these different Facebook groups, but one of them is called a uh, film school for marketers. Okay. And that's really helped me on top of Nick's course. That's really helped me with video. Okay. Uh, impact Live, it's called Impact Elite, which is done by HubSpot. It's a consulting firm. Um, they, they do a lot of different marketing stuff because where I'm actually spending most of my time learning now is inbound marketing. I mean, that's where I'm spending most of my time because that's where I'm doing most of. Is yeah. I didn't have a goal to get an inbound marketing. It just kind of happened by accident. But yeah. that's where I'm spending a lot of time learning now. Nice. Man. And of course, the automation stuff that I'm so deep into, like automatically uploading stuff to insurance carriers without having to touch a button now because they gave me an email address. Yeah, I love it. Man, uh, anything else? Anything you want to add on this? We have the podcast, uh, the blog, and the video. So I just, I mean, put the content out there. Yeah. You think Facebook is yeah. the, the best place for somebody to start putting content out? Um, you know, I don't know if Facebook's been really good to me and I haven't really spent any money on it because people are just sharing our content like crazy, but YouTube is great. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like I tell people with Facebook, you know, people are getting on there cause they want to be lazy. People go on YouTube cause they want to get a question to an answer. I mean, get an answer to a question. Well, if you can be that solution, then, I mean, you're going to have leads coming like crazy. Yeah. Like I use a tool that Nick turned me on to. Um, and it, what I do is I pay monthly for the service and it tells me what people are searching for in every single city. So when I do my videos, I take those tags and I use them on YouTube. 
Well, then I take those tags and I use them on Facebook as well because Facebook is moving toward more towards a search engine optimization tool. Okay. And so when people search those words on Facebook, then they find our videos as well. So you're just doing like a hashtag at the bottom of your... Yeah. I'll do like 20 different hashtags. And we have people in Rhode Island that find us in Georgia. <laughs> what tool is it? Uh, it's called keywordtool.io. Keywordtool.io. Got it. Now there's a free one too called Uber Suggest. It just doesn't go as deep. Like this tells me what people are paying per click. This tells me what your competitors are doing, all that stuff. Yeah. Nice, and I actually man. use the same tool to help a lot of our realtors with their marketing on YouTube. Okay. I love where it. They can put those keywords and all that stuff in. So but I'm not real sure where the content's going to go because it was never really the plan. Like I tell people, look, building a national brand was never the plan. Right. It just kind of happened. Yeah. That's, I, I can't even. But I still don't have this goal of having this huge team either. But if I use automation the right way and I use my VAs the right way, I won't have to worry about it. I, being licensed in the amount of states you're licensed in, that to me is nuts. Dude, let me tell you, forget, like Massachusetts alone costs me 400 bucks a year. Oh, yeah. Isn't Colorado yeah. like 800 bucks? No, my Colorado was cheap. Uh, Massachusetts was the most expensive. Really? Hawaii was pretty cheap. Alaska was cheap. Man. So Hawaii's my got next some... Movie, my next move is Canada. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Canada wow. has a completely different flood program. Like the way it's uh, standardized into the property products and all this, but there's so just so much area that's melting up there, like glacier wise and everything else. They're having a lot of issues that we'll start pushing a lot of content up to Canada soon. Chris, I feel like you are one of the smartest people I know in in <laughs> insurance and marketing because of the direction that you've taken this thing i mean i said it the first time we talked it's like it's freaking genius man like but jason cast said to me when i did his podcast he said look uh that something's gonna happen and you're gonna have to make a decision i said well what's that he said you're gonna generate all these revenue streams by accident you're gonna have to figure out which one you want to go down which one you That's don't right. For i mean sure, right. it just kind of happened you know yeah or grow your team like bring on people to yeah. manage that certain specific stream or whatever, but yep. love it. All right, dude, thank you so That's much for joining. Got, yeah, I appreciate it. Everybody who's listening, Chris Green, Flood Insurance Goo, reach out to him. You cannot not find him. <laughs> you just do a search for the Flood Insurance Guru, you will find him. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Leave a comment or review, um, really helps us out. Chris, what are you going to say? Uh, flood, flood insurance guru, keeping people dry every day. I love it. All right, man. Thank you. <laughs> I will tell you a quick tool for your audience, though. Is oh, yeah. Search the company name and see how many people are searching you on YouTube every month. Okay. I, I do right. that with our company every day. How do, so how do you do that? You, like, just like that keyword tool. You put in that oh, keyword, keyword, like I put in flood insurance guru, and it tells me that, hey, 100 people searched for you last month. Nice. Love it. All right. Well, I'll put links all right. to all this in the show notes. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right, bye.